Good morning, Contrarians! Thursday morning, January 18th. It is 6.30 a.m. Well, stocks dropped yesterday. We had retail sales come in hotter than anticipated. And that spooked the stock market and the bond market. But maybe not as much as might be expected. We'll talk about this in a little bit, but stocks finished off of the lows. And then overnight, we had Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, TSM, the chip maker, report earnings that beat top and bottom line estimates. And that stock is moving higher in the pre-market. And as we look at our board of indicators here, this appears to have helped sentiment a little bit, especially for tech. Stock index futures are pointing to gains led by the NASDAQ, predictably enough, which is up six-tenths of 1%. S&P futures are up three-tenths of 1%. Commodities, not doing much. We have WTI crude oil up eight-tenths of 1% to trade around $73 a barrel. Copper is unchanged. Bonds are seeing a few bids after selling off yesterday, especially the short end of the curve. The two-year yield is down three basis points this morning to 4.33%, while the 10-year is down two basis points to 4.09%, keeping in mind that yields move inversely to prices. And a week ago, the 10-year was below 4%, so you can see that it has uh, sold off quite a bit, but again, rebounding this morning. So earnings uh, today, and Taiwan Semiconductor is the TSM, is the big one, And this earnings beat was quite nice, especially because it would appear to reflect a rebound in growth where the global chip market is concerned. As you might imagine, this is driven by AI chips, and that is driving this trend, and TSM is in a very good position to profit from it, so the stock is moving higher, as can be expected. On the flip side of this, um, well, different, completely different type of company, Birkenstock, stock ticker B-I-R-K. Yes, they are public. Apparently, they are even capitalist, so which won't think kind of runs counter to their whole mission, but whatever, Um, or at least the people who wear their their merchandise. But uh, their earnings, uh, and this is actually their first earnings as a public company. So not only are they capitalist, but they are also public, relying on the world of capital markets and investors to book profits for their executives. Nice work if you can find it. Again, not particularly capitalist, but again, maybe this is unfair because we don't know that the executives of Birkenstock have anything or anything at all like the people who wear their their stuff. Anyway, um, market appears to have liked what it saw here in this Birkens- in these Birkenstock earnings, and that is move it, that stock is moving a little higher. And this also is a, a good indicator, obviously, of consumer spending, which we saw yesterday with the retail sales beat. We're due to hear from Fast and All, F-A-S-T, before the open. And then after the close, we'll hear from PPG Industries, stock ticker PPG, and J.B. Hunt, stock ticker J.B.H.T. Also, a bunch of regional banks reporting some reported this morning, some more report after the close. I'm not watching them particularly very closely because none of them ones, they aren't anything that I hold. Also today, there is some economic data to tell you about. 
The U.S. Census Bureau releases new residential construction. Uh, that's out at 8.30. This contains two parts, building permits and housing starts. Building permits are more forward-looking, but they don't really reflect much in the way of CapEx, in the way of investment and um, commitment, more importantly. So that's why housing starts are, are seen as the more important gauge by the market. And the numbers are in the show notes. The housing starts are expected to drop from last month. There may be a seasonal component in there, however. Um, and then seeing how it's Thursday, we are due to get initial jobless claims at 830 as well. The expectation here is for 207,000 new claims, a small increase over the 202,000 recorded last week, and right in line with the four-week average. Still pretty low jobless claims there. Again, seasonal elements at work maybe last week with the Christmas and New Year's holidays, but these unemployment claims are low, and it looks like the, the, the economy in the U.S. is still producing plentiful jobs. So there you go. Yeah! Question is about these TSM earnings. How much will this be able to juice the sentiment for tech? Not just today, but the rest of the week and the rest of the month and rest of the quarter. TSM itself moving higher, as can be expected. But the broader NASDAQ is so far a bit muted. I mean, yeah, six-tenths of 1%, that's not bad, but it's certainly not a big rally. If nothing else, however, this is a welcome talk from all this, a welcome distraction from all this Fed talk. And I mentioned retail sales yesterday, which would indicate that the economy is, is still very healthy and that rate cuts are not needed. However, the futures market, um, Fed fund futures, it looks like the chances of a, a rate cut have actually increased for March since yesterday. It was 54% yesterday, and now it's 60-60. Chances of a 25%, 25 basis point rate cut at the March meeting. And this would maybe also explain why the bond market didn't sell off more strongly. It dropped a bit, but not that badly. And it would certainly seem that Wall Street is still convinced that rate cuts are coming. And if you look further out towards May, the May meeting, which is actually May 1st, which is the one after the March one, chances of an additional rate cut are 50%, 5 so half of the probability of, of exactly 50% being seen that there will be another 25 basis point rate cut in May after presumably an initial one in March. Is that insane? Is Wall Street in denial over this Fed pivot? It certainly wouldn't be the first time that Fed pivot hopes have run amok and turned out to be presumptuous and wrong. And one would think that the economic data still needs to soften considerably. And more importantly, that inflation will have to drop more for the Fed to be in a position where they can cut rates unless they just don't care about their credibility. and But then what is the point of cutting rates? It's just if, if the economy is strong, it's just going to increase inflation. So it's, it's hard to see how they're, if everything is continues, and if we, the situation in March is the same as it is today, with strong job, with, yeah, strong job growth, not as strong as it was a year ago, but still strong, 
and retail consumers still flush with cash and buying stuff they don't need, it's hard to see how they, they can justify a rate cut. They can find a way to possibly, but may, maybe this is just a, a foolish, maybe I'm the one being naive here. But anyway, there is a lot more time between now and March. A lot more data can come in, but it just doesn't look like it's uh, really happening here. But then you do have the tech sector to, to, to be uh, happy about. And, you know, this whole AI revolution, apparently, you know, leading to productivity gains. And, and I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but maybe well, some places and that that'll all be good for the economy, presumably, and, and more importantly, for the tech sector. So there you go. But then the tech sector is not doing that well this morning. I mean, it's up, but it's not up as big as you might expect. Anyway, whole bunch of things moving around here. I'll leave it there for you. And we'll return again tomorrow morning. Speak then. Bye.